When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Manchester Football Social, the Wednesday Club. Good evening, this is XS Manchester. My name is Joe McGrath and you are listening to the Manchester Football Social. As we like to call the Wednesday show of the Manchester Football Social, it is the Wednesday Club, where two gentlemen join me every Wednesday uh, to come and sit and talk all things Manchester City, Manchester United, and anything that we want to talk about. We get it all out, we get it off our chest, mm. like a therapy session. Alex Boardman, we're talking about all things Manchester United today. Hello, Alex. Hiya. You are on the red side and on the blue side, Mr Ian Cheeseman from our City Show Forever Blue. Good evening, Ian. You all right, Joe? I am very well. Today, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things. We're going to cover the fact that Manchester United have got 11 players out of contract by the end of the season, which does mean that other clubs can approach them in January. 11 players, we're going to do a little game of bin or keep. We'd love to know your thoughts on that. We've got a Twitter poll running at the moment. Uh, Phil Neville is worried about the refereeing standards uh, in general. We're going to speak to the guys in the studio about Premier League refs and what we've seen so far this season. And Mr. Manchester City, uh, Mr. Manchester City, Manchester City and Sancho. Sancho apparently has a buyback clause for City. So will Manchester City be going back for him uh, maybe in January or at the end of the year? Gents, how are we? Good. Okay, deep breaths, ready for the show to begin. Oh, d- thrilled. Thrilled, Excited. right. So we all know, if you first listen to the Wednesday Club, we have Steve Shanyaski or Alex Boardman, who do week on, week off. Steve is a very much a, if things go wrong, he'll let you know they're going wrong. Alex, you could be 7-0 down. Can I just say something at this point? Because I always say this when people say, you know that Wednesday show that you do? Yeah. Who do you do it with? I say, well, Joe, he's the talented one, right? And he runs the show. <laughs> Thank you. I said, and then, then there are two United comedians who do it with me and they all at that point go hey United comedians no I said no they are both professional comedians but they're also United fans so that's what people need to know you're a professional comedian yeah but 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 but, 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 come at me me if you want Cheeseman because I think we'll find after, after the weekend United are back 
So oh, the United right. that we know and love and City are going to Liverpool they and playing for a draw. Parking away. the bus, the Park bus that the they've bus. frightened to drive to Anfield anyway in case it gets attacked. <laughs> Love for you to get in touch. Eight double seven double one. drop us a text before we get into it because honestly it's going to be non-stop since then. Uh, big shout out to all the people who are listening. Wednesday Club Lovers, they call themselves. Oliver Podmore and Jake Higgy. Like yeah, Jake yeah. Higgy and Oliver Podmore, they call themselves <laughs> the Wednesday Club Lovers. Uh, if you're listening, eight double seven double one. Get on Twitter and get involved in our bin or keep poll. Uh, we'll be doing that very soon. Alex Borgman, like I was saying before, mm. you're always positive. So, what more ammo do you need than a comeback from 2-0 down to win 3-2 against Newcastle? You know what, Were you elated? Were you over I the moon? I was absolutely delighted because I was at the Valencia game and I'd, I'd turned, I was like that, oh no, I've got to go in on Wednesday and be positive. <laughs> and then we're 2-0 down against Newcastle, two comedy goals that it was like watching a child's team play. It was unbelievably bad. And then whatever happened, whatever was said at half-time, that team came out and it was just like the United of old. I mean, don't get me wrong, we could still have lost 4-2, but it was exciting. There was a last... When when Mata scored with 20, 25 minutes to go, I think everybody w just went, we're going to do this. And that's not happened at Old Trafford. It's happened a couple of times away. Happened at City, happened at Crystal Palace last year, but at home... It's not happened for a long time. And it also, in the context of Mourinho, Mourinho, before the game, was supposedly going to get sacked, whatever the result was. Um, and I think everybody made it clear. I think all the fans made it clear they did not want that to happen. Speaking on behalf of all City fans, we don't want it to happen either. Well, this is, <laughs> I, I think what? Uh, Mourinho's... I, I think he's culpable. I think he's done things wrong. But I think there are other people above him and the players that that are worse than him, that have done worse than him. What do you make of the rest of the season then for Mourinho? Is it this saved him? Do you believe that, because he was, all the reports on Friday saying he's on his way out, do you believe that the game actually saved him on Saturday? No, I think he would have stayed for a, for a bit longer anyway. I think Mourinho's more likely to walk than than get sacked. Cause I, I just all that payoff, potentially. Yeah, but I mean, if you've got, how much must he have in the bank? 20 million, 30 million, 40 million. And he'd walk into another job, let's face it. And he could walk into another job in Spain, in Italy. You know, he could be somewhere sunnier. I've, you know, not that there's anywhere more beautiful than Manchester, but he could Today, be. Especially. He, well, it's 25 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> but there is no sea and there is no lake, is there, to sit by and no beach. <laughs> Hang on a minute, there's Hollingworth Lake. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's the canal. <laughs> Blackpool's not that far <laughs> anyway, away. In fact, most of the city looks like a building site, so there's sand on every corner. <laughs> Where now then for Manchester United? I think that's the question. What are the goals and what are you as a fan? thinking about the future and what are you thinking about come here sitting on this show in May where do you believe you will be top four I, th I thought I think we'll be top four and it depends on January if we can hold in until January bearing in mind we're what seven games in this is what's so pathetic about it Nine, eight a lot of defeats in seven games I know it's, but that's what's pathetic about it the, and defeats that shouldn't have happened as well in the manner they did but um, I think think if we can hold until January and get some defenders, even even just one defender that can actually defend and pass the ball, it could it could make a difference and then we could go on a bit of a run. But this team is such a weird United team to watch because they were great for the last 20 minutes, but they were terrible for the first 70. We could go out, uh, Chelsea's the next game um, in two weeks' time, half 12, Traditionally, that's been not a great place for us to go, even no. under Ferguson. So, you know, could we go there and win? 
unlikely. Could we go there and get beat 3-0 and the pressure's back on? Yes. Anything anything could happen. I mean, it's kind of exciting, but I, I wish it wasn't as up and down. I wish the football was exciting and not that, are we going to lose 3-0, are we going to win 3-0? Ian, where do you see Manchester United coming in May? Obviously, City will be title challengers. Will you see them in the top four, do you think? At the moment, I'd say it's touch and go whether they'll finish in the top four. I don't certainly don't see them. I think the top three... Uh, in whatever order are going to be City, Liverpool and Chelsea and then it's whoever finishes fourth. There's a lot of people competing for that fourth spot yep. in terms of Tottenham. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal doing really well. Um, United will be up there and fighting for it. So they're three good teams. Yeah, really good teams. Well, um, well-developed well teams as well that are going to go for that fourth spot. Yeah, yeah. United have got to pull something out of the bag, I think. Well, they, need, they really need to pull the finger out. A lot of those players have really underperformed this season. In oh. fact, nearly all of the players, apart from Luke Shaw, you, it's difficult to say, oh, he's playing well. None, none of them are playing well. But for 20 minutes, they, they, just, they just... It felt like watching United for 20 minutes. And well, I, didn't, I didn't see the game uh, against Newcastle, uh, but I, what I would say is that I've been saying all season, and in fact, a lot of last season as well, when one matter starts for Manchester United... They're a better team. And I know you're going to come to bin or keep, and I don't know if I'm <laughs> yeah, involved in yeah, this. Yeah, you are. Of course you are, Ian. <laughs> uh, right, because obviously it's going to be a lot of United players. But I, I personally, if I was a United fan, Matter would be at the top of my keep list. As a City fan, he'd be at the top of my bin list from United because I think he's so good. Well, I and think... in terms of where are United going to finish, I think it depends on whether how long Mourinho stays because I truly believe that United are capable, as was proven... At, at City last year when the back's against the wall against Newcastle when they were 2-0 down they are and can be a very good team but I still feel very strong that they're being shackled by Mourinho there might be other issues that you're talking mm. about Alex about management from above and all that sort of stuff but in terms of coaching I believe that they're being shackled and if I was a United fan I'd be desperate for Mourinho to go Right then, so that chat about Mazza brings us on to this Ben or keep. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> there are 11 players uh, for Manchester United this season that are going to be out of contract come the end of the year, or the end of the season, sorry. They include some big hitters. We're going to do a little game now where we want to ask you, do you want to... Ben! Or do you want to... Keep. I love James. We're we playing right. this with you as well, Simon. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Are you ready? No, right. I mean, what, do we bin or keep Joe as no, presenter? Uh, we're doing yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> keep. <laughs> made the decision for you. Right, let's go on to uh, the first of the list. The guy we we're just talking about, Mr. Wan Matter. I can tell you that we've had 159 votes on our poll about what to do with Wan Matter. Ian Cheeseman, what are you going for? It's got to be keep. Keep. Yeah, it has to be. Just because we haven't got anybody like him. I can tell you that 75% of the people voted did agree with you and Ian. Keep. Now, the, the list is the list is rich. Martial, would you? Bin or keep? Well, you have to keep him purely for the fact that he will go somewhere else and just light the world up because he has got all the talent in the world. So you've just got to keep him and you've just got to accept the fact that he's going to have one good game in three. But he's playing really well. The last three games he's playing really well, so keep him. What are you going to say, Ian? Do you Interesting think you know, perspective, that keeper player because he might be good somewhere else. <laughs> I love that. That's great, Alex. Um... I don't I don't study Martial quite as much as some of the others, but I get the feeling, so I'm going to predict that United fans might actually say, get rid of. I can tell you that 91% of the vote 
go with Alex Keith. Right. Fans love him. Fans, Fans do love him. Love I think him. this one is a clean... Shows what I know. Yeah, I think this one, uh, we <laughs> could just skip to straight away. David De Gea. Oh, yeah, keep. Keep. Everyone's saying keep. You've got to keep. keep. Otherwise, it'd be ten every game. Damien. Damien, the left-back for Manchester United. What are you going to do with him in the current squad? Uh, I can tell you it's currently 91% one way. Yeah, obviously, it's get rid of it's it's got to be bin him. He's the third-choice right-back. He's the third-choice left-back. He's the fifth-choice centre-half. So, it, you know, he's, and he never Second plays. Second-choice goalkeeper, though. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> I feel sorry. Damien's going in the bin. Ashley Young. Always keep. Always, really? Always, because... Always keep! It, it, name me two better players with a with a better attitude at Old Trafford. Someone we can buy in at the end of the season. Yeah, but bearing in mind, he's, he should he should be your second-choice left-back or your second-choice right-back. He's not a, He shouldn't be your starting one, but you will not find a better squad player or anyone with a better attitude who's been there and done it. He's going to keep. What are you go? What do you go for? Well, I, I, don't forget, I'm trying to look at this genuinely from a United perspective mm -hmm. and, and away from the banter and everything. Of uh, so, I'm just saying, if I was a United fan, given the current squad, all right, he dives a bit and has a reputation Not for done that. that for a bit. But yeah, it has cut back a little bit, I suppose. I'd have to say, for similar reasons to Alex, he's a utility player who can cover for various positions. He has been captain, hasn't he, as well? Yeah, yeah. And he, he seems to me to be a bit of a James Milner model pro type of guy. He is a model guy. pro, I think. So on that basis, you want him in your squad, don't you? You do. Keep. Yeah, I was 90 votes on our Twitter poll so far. Make sure you go over there. And they have voted in favour of... Ben! <laughs> Going in the bin. Right, now, <laughs> I know it is, it is intense. Our next player, Ander Herrera. You can't keep all these, by the way. OK, well, it, well, you can. <laughs> I know you can. very, very rich club, isn't it? But he's, what is he, fifth, sixth choice midfielder? I know everybody loves him. People say keep him. I, just, I personally don't think he's good enough. He wouldn't be in United's first choice he's, 11, He's not. He's not so even ben. in the second choice. You're going with Ben? OK, I can do that. The gentleman that you say, Ben. Ben! <laughs> Uh, over 50 votes for Herrera. They have gone for... Keep. Of course they have. Keep Everybody loves him. Herrera. Because he's, a, you know, he goes out in the northern quarter and he's a really nice fella. <laughs> and he does. He takes pictures of the northern quarter and put it on Instagram. But he's fifth or sixth choice midfielder and he never plays. And when he does play, he, doesn't, he never really does and anything. If, you, if you're walking around in the northern quarter at the moment listening to us, sorry, Ander. Yeah, hello, yeah. Ander. <laughs> Chris Smalling. You know, he's. this is why... This is the main problem at Old Trafford. He is our best centre-half. No, he's not. Who's better at centre-half? No, he's Who's not. Who's better at centre-half? Chris Smalling. That's what's wrong with Manchester United, then. If Chris Smalling exactly. is your best exactly. centre-half. So, why? Okay, so, so you were saying keep him. He's the best centre-half we've got. By he, he's miles out of position. Lindelof, you know, still jury's still out. Phil Jones is coming up, so you know the less said the better. But there's nobody better than Smalling. So you're saying keep? I mean, I think he's he just wants to keep him anyway. You know what, Joe is talking absolute sense there. Hats off to you, Joe. I agree with every word you said. However, as a City fan, keep. Keep. Right, although... So he score last-minute winners at the 50 end. over 50 votes again, and he, they have gone for... Ben. Luke Shaw. Keep. Keep. One of the best players for United this season. Yeah, player of the season the last two... Uh, player of the month the last two months. Um, will win player of the year if he carries on the way he's been playing. Do you say... Keep. I don't watch as many times as Alex does, but based on what I've seen from all his career, Ben. 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 <laughs> 
actually can't. fair enough because before this season he was, Vin, he was just not involved. Uh, I can I tell you, he's turned it around. The United fans on here, or the people who are voting, whoever you are, have said keep, keep Antonio Valencia. Well, there people say bin. I'm sure, but for the very reason that he should be our second choice right back. He's a brilliant backup, but the problem is he's our first choice right back. So you've got to keep him. You've got to keep him. He's a steady Eddie, he's a worker, he fits the Mourinho model. That's why he gets picked, I suppose, by Mourinho. He's, got, he's been picked by everyone, he must so, be a model pro, he must be. On that basis, as a squad player, uh, a United fan, I'd say keep. With 74% of the vote on our Twitter poll... Antonio Valencia's put in the bin. Phil Jones. Keep, 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 keep. You've got Phil Jones. No, 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 way. no way. Do you know what? Ironically, where I live, it's bin day today. <laughs> as well. So. It's just you've got to keep him just for comedy value. No, 88% of the vote. He's terrible. Bin. Final one of the 11. See, there's a lot of players in this list. They're all squad players, with the exception of De Gea and Shaw. None of these are starters. That's the other problem. Andre Pereira, the young midfielder. Yes. Keep, what would you do? Keep keep him, youth product. Um, he's played two full games, I think, this season, in two half games. And he, he made a mistake against Brighton, and I don't think he was seen again. But other than that, I like him. I really like him, and he's young, so give him a chance. Keep him. Keep he him might, over Herrera. He might sparkle under the next manager, so on that basis, I was going to keep him. <laughs> so, with 66% of the vote, Herrera, the final one of our 11. Keep. Keep. There you go. And that's it. That's the, that was that's good. The thank you. Uh, thank you to James who made all the little snazzy beds there. James, well, well both done. Of them. Both, both of them. beds. Yeah. Uh, right, before we go, <laughs> one person I want to talk to you about um, um, in the United squad, and that Ian Cheeseman has spoken about before. Ian, you mentioned one matter is some of the players you like to see for Manchester United. You know, it looks good. The player you brought up uh, now and again, which I want to make uh, mention, see what your opinion is, Alex, is Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. Given the time Mourinho has put him on in front of players that have done better or have a sort of given more to United does Rashford still have his place for Manchester United always I believe Rashford's time at United is coming to an end no utter nonsense utter rubbish absolute garbage no it's not because uh, okay yeah he runs around he gives he commits 100% so does Ander Herrera you got rid of him Mm -hmm. you could argue that Ander Herrera as a midfielder for Manchester United gives as much as Marcus Rashford does as a striker for Manchester United and that's why if we want to if you want to improve you need to get these Positions bucked off, ticked off. Well, Marcus Rashford just isn't doing it for United. Herrera is 28 or 29. Rashford's 21, I think. So straight away, you don't... It Also, he's a, a youth product. He totally gets... He, he lives and breathes Man United. He will come good, given time. He's got so many qualities. And he'll play for England this weekend again, and you'll see again just how good he is when he's playing in his real position, which is centre-forward. But... Currently, the way Mourinho plays with one forward, he's not in front of Lukaku, so he's not getting an extended run of games. I can't even make my mind up about Rashford because I have been a big fan of his. Uh, it's always been Rashford in a matter that I've been sticking yeah, up for. And that's why I wanted to bring him up. Yeah, and uh, however, you know, the bits that he's played so far, it feels a bit inconsistent, but he is only mm. a young player. 
You so again, to, yeah. I think different manager, different. I think Mourinho's got a lot to you need, answer yeah. for it. You need to see the service he's getting, which is nothing, and he's also getting the ball on the halfway line with his back to goal, and he's been brought up as a centre forward, and he just needs a bit more of a chance. Also, he's playing in a team that's got no confidence and aren't winning games and aren't attacking, so it's very, very difficult. Finally, before we go to a break, I can see not exactly a mirrored reflection, but one person who is still not made their mark yet as big on Manchester City is Gabriel Jesus. Do you think that he is in the same situation as Rashford? Yeah, obviously, Jesus hasn't got as much time on the pitch as Rashford, but does he need a big game? Does he even start scoring every time he comes on that pitch? Yeah, a lot of questions being asked about Gabriel Jesus. I mean, you don't lead Brazil... Well, traditionally, you don't lead Brazil's team without being a very good player, but he's yet to really consistently show it. Um, but like Rashford is young and uh, mm-hmm. I suppose that sometimes means that you can be inconsistent but then equally I think Messi came into Barcelona's team at the age of 16 or 17 mm. and he was consistent pretty much right from the word go so I'd have expected frankly to see more from Jesus uh, I think everybody who's a City fan wants to be patient with him and hope that eventually he's going to be a natural successor to being the first choice over Sergio Aguero but he's not there he's not there at the moment mm. This is the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Coming up, we're going to be talking about Mr. Klopp. He's three years in charge of Liverpool. Clippity. Has he really made that much of a difference? You know, people are talking about the finals that he's got to, but he's won nothing. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, are you uh, a Klopp or a flop? Eight double seven double one. Give us a call. Oh three four five. No, don't. James James, Klopp or flop? Uh, He'll do that. We've got three minutes. We're also going to be talking about standard referees, standard referees uh, in the Premier League, as well as much more a couple of games I'm going to throw your way to with managers you're going to love this one it's coming up after this Excess Manchester this is the Manchester Football Social the Wednesday Club this is Excess Manchester. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Wednesday Club. It's the Manchester Football Social, so we talk all things football for the next hour. Well, we've only got about half an hour left with you. I'm joined by the red side, uh, Mr Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. Hi there. Hi there, Alex. Hi. And Mr Ian Cheeseman from Forever Blue. Ian, hello. Hi there. We <laughs> enter the international break, which means us lot struggle to talk about things. Uh, it's a good job we don't have an hour show every single day. Mm. But don't worry, we'll find something to talk about. Uh, the Wednesday Club here with another quiz for you. Right, so this all stems from um, Aston Villa looking for a new manager. The jokes have circled on Twitter of which sort of big Sam Harry Redknapp will take over. Um, We are going to do a little game now. I'm going to give you one of those kind of managers that's been in the game a long time. You have to tell me where they spent the most the longest amount of time managing. I'm going to give you three options. Duration. Duration. Not games. Are we playing against each other? You're going to play against each other. Ian, you're going to go first. Alex McLeish. Who did he spend longer managing? Rangers, Birmingham City. Rangers or Birmingham City, sorry. Weirdly, I'm going to go for Birmingham City Mm. because I think he was there quite a while. Uh, It was, in fact, Mm. Rangers... Are you ready for yours? Do I not get to answer that one? I was going to go for Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Strachan. Uh, you've got three. Uh, Southampton, Celtic or Coventry City? Coventry. Going to go for Coventry. You are correct. Eat that cheese, I was going to go for Coventry. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> 
uh, King Kev. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kevin way, Keegan hey. for you, Ian. Newcastle United, Fulham on Manchester City. Newcastle, Fulham on Manchester City. King Kev. I'm actually going to go for City because I think he was there for four years and two-thirds of a season. Would you have gone for that? Yeah. You won't be wrong, it's Newcastle United. Right. How long was he there then? Uh, it doesn't really tell me on this one. Do you know so, what? Uh, All these answers so far have been like what you would think. And normally yeah. there's like a tricky answer. No. Yeah. no. Martin O'Neill. Right, Leicester. Uh, well, I've got Sunderland, Aston Villa or Wickham Wanderers. <laughs> well, well, I'll go for Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> Wickham, Sunderland or... What was the other one? Uh, Sunderland, Aston Villa or Wickham. We walked out of Villa, didn't he? Because they sold his best players. So uh, maybe Wickham, he was rebuilding his... I'll go for the other one, Sunderland. Right, before he answer, I would have gone for Wickham. You'd have been correct, Ian. Unfortunately, Alex. Wrong. He was rebuilding them, wasn't he? Gus Poyet for you, Ian. Bordeaux, Brighton or Sunderland? See, I don't, I don't know how long he was at Bordeaux, so I'll have to go for Sunderland. Mm. It was indeed Brighton. <laughs> who'd have thought? Uh, who'd who'd, who'd, who'd have thought? Not me, anyway. Couple more of these. I like this one. Oh, we should be asking you one of these. <laughs> all right, you've got all the questions there, haven't you? Steve McLaren for you, Alex. Okay. Um, FC, FC 20, 20, Middlesbrough or Derby County? Uh, oh, Borough. Go for Middlesbrough. Borough, you're going to go for Borough. Yeah. You will be Ding. correct. 2-1, Cheeseman. Steve Bruce, Mr. <laughs> Cheese it. This is your last one. Birmingham, Sunderland or Hull? Who, which did he manage the longest? Birmingham City, Sunderland or Hull? Birmingham City. You're going to go for Birmingham City. I can tell you you are. Correct. So this, this is that. to win. This is for the win. And Riyad Mahrez steps up for the last <laughs> question. This is for the win. Tony Pulis. Yeah. Ooh. Stoke. Gillingham. Crystal Palace or West Brom? West Brom. West Brom. You're going to go West Brom? Yeah, I think he was there for quite for a while. For the win. Is it West Brom? Gillingham, it was yeah, Gillingham. He's, he's done a Mares. He <laughs> could have won, but it was uh, nil nil. We Still have got a point. Keeps me top of the league. Yes, we have got another. Um, we have got another <laughs> game about penalties. I know. I, know, I got yeah, it. Yeah. I got it. Oh, <laughs> We've got another game about penalties coming up in the next ses- section where I take some uh, some of the big penalty takers and let you know who's got the highest percentage. This is a, you've got this to tell is, me. And this is an interesting one. This yeah, is. buzzing. That'll be coming up soon. That'll keep you listening. Let's talk about Jurgen Klopp. If I'm right, Mr. Producer James. Oh, no, where is it? Has he done one now? Let's have Klopp. a look. Klopp. We scored this Klopp. challenge. That is wonderful. <laughs> Flop or flop? I don't think we need the drone, but uh, <laughs> oh, there's two, there's two. Well, oh, where's the where's the second one? Oh, flop or flop? Flop or flop? Oh no, he just means that. Oh, never. So I don't really think we need the music. We just like the stab. Uh, let's talk about Jurgen Klopp celebrating his third birthday, uh, Liverpool. Um, you look back on the time, Alex. They've mm-hmm. uh, they've done uh, a lot. Got to some finals. No trophies on the board, though. They got to one final, haven't they? Euro- uh, Europa League as well. Oh don't yeah, forget I that one against Seville. Got it? beat. Um, what do you make of his time? If you were to put a label on it, Klopp or flop? What do you think? <sighs> Can you ask cheese? And me? your reason why? Because <laughs> it's Liverpool, so flop. 
Massive. And your reason why. you got to show your workings out. Because he's Liverpool. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. to, honestly, to be fair, he's, um, he's had quite a lot of money to spend. He's spent it reasonably well in the fact that he's identified weaknesses in the team, eventually, and fixed them. The goalkeeper seems, Alisson seems finally to be not bad. Made a mistake early in the season. Uh, Van Dijk's turned into a really good centre-half. Matip, uh, who's the dude who plays alongside yeah, Lovren him? Lovren played on Sunday. Yeah, Lovren. Not, uh, Gomez, yeah. he's alright. He's got two brilliant full-backs. He has revitalised Milner. He even looks like... Um, oh, Who's the second-choice centre-forward? Uh, Sturridge. Um, he seems to be in decent form now. Mane's been really good for them. Uh, Salah had an amazing season last season. Bit of a, he's, We should be doing flop. Flop or cop <laughs> of him. But um, overall, to be fair, they are so much further on than they were three years ago. And three years is not tons and tons of time for a football manager because you don't get... I think Liverpool have been very well. I think that's, for, for a modern game, that is quite it a lot is, of time. It is, without winning, but I think the Champions League final, hilarious as it was last year, I think that bought him a bit more grace. So, I mean, I think you'd be very hard to say he's been a total flop, but in the same amount of time, Mourinho has won things and he would be regarded as an absolute disaster by 90% of the population, I'm sure. So, Ian Cheeseman, the same question goes to you. Yeah, well, I would say pretty much the opposite of what Alex is saying, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I would say he's been a massive success. Um, I think the way that Liverpool play football now is ha generally highly entertaining. I know that the weekend the game was a bit of a disappointment for the neutrals, but on the whole, Liverpool play really That was exciting, not Liverpool's fault. Pressing football. They did try. Uh, well, that's a different argument. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, I, I You're not suggesting City part of the bus, do you, Alex? Definitely am. They, play, they, 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 they lay, play lovely attacking football. He is a very positive manager, both in terms of the way he acts, although sometimes I must admit I listen to his interviews and think, what is he talking about? Mm -hmm. He does seem to go off in some sort of tangential... Uh, tran transcendental almost uh, thought process um, but no I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his they haven't won a trophy and if, if that's how you define managers then he's been a flop because he's gone three years at a big club without winning a trophy if he was manager of City and you'll shout me down no doubt for this if he was manager at City and he would have been my, my second choice to Pep uh, and we'd have just had three years of doing what Liverpool have done given that they were two or three years ago further back and it's took him a while to get to, to this level again, I would be very happy, very satisfied and enjoy my football. So I definitely say, success! Well, that determine the success, Alex, would you rather be watching the football Liverpool Can I produce? just See, let yeah, me, that's let a me great just question, Joe. Make him answer that. No, let me oh, just sure. check. We've <laughs> just, After he checks. We've just basically said, you don't judge a manager by if they win a trophy. Correct. <laughs> so, well, there's no point even arguing because that's the whole point of how no, you judge your money. We go that's to football to be entertained, no, to be exhilarated, to, to see things that, that, that take our breath away, not to drag out a 1-0 victory and say, oh, we won, we've got a tro got a little silver trophy. Yeah, but it was we a got rubbish a game. Silver trophy. If the, the roles are reversed, Alex, would you be happy to see United play this style of football and not win trophies? No. No. no do you, Wouldn't have, you rather have Klopp the than Mourinho? Has the world gone mad? Would you not rather have no, Klopp than Mourinho? No, I hate Klopp. No, I hate Klopp. So, <laughs> no, I don't want Klopp. 
I don't, you're unbelievable. <laughs> so you would rather have a manager who wins... Not, by the way, if Klopp was Klopp or... Right, so, so okay, Pep but, goes tomorrow and they say you can up. have Klopp or Mourinho, absolutely I'd go for Klopp. Well, I'm sure Klopp would win things at City because he would have double the money to spend than he's, than he's had at Liverpool. So he wouldn't be... He, yeah, he right, would have no more than City. He would recently. have. He would have no, <laughs> recently. Well, yeah, just, in the shopping at Sainsbury's last week, <laughs> he got like he, he's, he'd have no restrictions on him. So of course he'd work at, at, at City. Of course he would. But I don't care. I, you know, it's been great to see United play this this football. But 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 how can you say a manager doesn't have to win a trophy if he doesn't win anything this year? Bigger flop. If he, do, if he goes another year, huge, massive flop. Five years. And we're not talking about West Brom or Aston Villa, and it's like, oh, we don't have to win a trophy. They're playing well, like Leeds are currently. <laughs> it's not that. He's, you know, this is Liverpool. This is the second biggest club in England. They've got a massive history. They should be winning titles, which they've not done for nearly 30 years now. They should, if he brings that home, massive success. So you're telling me, as you're sitting here, trying to put out your... Dislike. I'm trying to play the word down here of Liverpool, which mm. I understand. Mm. Uh, Klopp suddenly is available and says, "I'm available for any job that's going." And and y- you've got the choice. You are Ed Woodward or whoever's making the decision. You, know, you can, have, if you want, you can take out Mourinho and bring Klopp in. Never. And I'll wow. tell. And I'll tell wow. you. And I'll tell you why. Put United in the FA Cup final. Put United and Phil Jones isn't playing, by the way. <laughs> put United in a European Cup final, and you can have Klopp or Mourinho to manage that game, and it's against Real Madrid or Barcelona. Who would you take? Good then? question. To you that would Ian. take Who would you Mourinho. Take? Every so he's in the, the final of the Champions League. Klopp or Mourinho to Klopp every time. Well, you're no, gonna, you you're going to play entertaining you football. You're going to lose. You'd have Klopp managing City yeah, in the absolutely. final of the Champions League. Oh, no, absolutely. you would not. No, you would not. And you play really entertaining football. You'd lose three 0 and we would now still be debating about Mourinho like, to Mo Salah's broken arm. Football, I don't. I wouldn't want. Can it anyone now here. tell me? Uh, well, you probably can. But if if you look back in the nineties, a style of play from a team that you all loved uh, but didn't win any trophies. Not necessarily the 90s, but in the 80s, for instance, Tottenham used to win FA Cups. They had Ardiles. But, I mean, I'm talking about when we look back on on this year, will we still remember the type of football Liverpool played? You kind of do. Yeah, you kind of do, because Norwich had a great season one season. They played lovely stuff. Aston Villa under Ron Atkinson played great football, didn't win anything. They won a League Cup, I think. And, yeah, so that's the point, Joe, well made. In, In 10, 15 years, we'll look back and clop and just go, he didn't win anything, failure. Well, <laughs> I like that debate. Right, this is the Manchester Football Social. Uh, Klopp, was he a flop or not? Eight double seven double one. What do you reckon, Joe? I believe that Klopp has done a mediocre job at Liverpool. <laughs> he's taken yes. no, no. Really? You know what? He's done a he's done a so good job at Liverpool. Money, no, I think he's done. No, a good no. Job. Do you know what? I think he's done a good job. I think we're being a bit harsh because it's Liverpool. I think I do think that his plan A, which is brilliant, works a lot. The man needs a plan B for it to move up a gear and once he finds out his plan B which if he found out a plan B maybe he could have beat City on the weekend or maybe he could have beat exactly. United but exactly. he's got no plan B he's just going to go 100 miles an hour which is meant to watch but will it win you the final I don't no, know it, it so I'm sitting right on the fence and letting you two argue it out I'm going to give you the results uh, oh no I've already done that uh, by the way you've got five minutes left if you want to vote on our poll uh, bin or keep we've already done it but you know I can read out the final results at the end on our Twitter poll uh, hundreds of you getting in and voting we've got a little penalty game coming up 
about penalty Slight misses penalties. to do with Mr. Mares. And we'll touch on the Mares thing as well, just slightly. Uh, let, uh, let get Ian's thoughts from that, because Ian and Sean go had a chat last night. Uh, we'll try and bring that back up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. 87711 if you want to get in touch. Or maybe give us a call, 0345 Klopp or flop? Excess Manchester. This is the Manchester Football Social. The Wednesday Club. This is Excess Manchester. Thank you very much for listening. My name is John McGrath. The final section of the Wednesday Club. If you don't know what it is, it's when a Manchester United and a Manchester City fan come in. There's a bit of harmony. There's a bit of uh, debate in the air. We talk about all things football for an hour. Uh, you can listen one back. football family, aren't we, Alex? One, yeah, fo- yeah. one love, one love. <laughs> You're like a dodgy uncle that I don't <laughs> see much. If you've missed any of the Manchester football social, including Ian's Forever Blue last night, what we discussed on Monday, and maybe the full-time Devils takeover tomorrow for any United fans you can go on to wherever you get your podcasts search manchester football social give us a subscribe give us five star ratings and listen to the show we love you very much uh, thank you very much to anyone who's listening from around the world as well india we're massive in india massive in india massive. the wednesday show live from mumbai let's talk now about uh we're gonna go into a little penalty game but this uh, allows us to bring up the Mahrez penalty. Um, last night's Forever Blue, there was a bit of debate with Sean Gota saying, uh, obviously, X City, they never scored for Manchester City in a penalty. It's but funny we've got breaking because, news. Well, I got, I got, there was a tweet came through today from Elliot Levy, who um, questions Sean and me <laughs> in this tweet and says, hang on a minute, Sean, you said you never scored a penalty. And yet, here on Soccer Base, it says, City 3, Birmingham 2, and one of the goal scorers, Sean Golter, f- with a penalty. With a penalty. <laughs> so, Sean like... Golter didn't know he'd scored a penalty for City. So, Ian Cheeseman had his time to talk about the penalty last night. Alex, what was going through your mind when uh, the Maris stepped up and took the ball well, off Jesus? finally I thought a bit of incident in a very dull game. <laughs> um, but, because uh, I, I th- they, they put a caption up, don't they, on Sky? Uh, so they put, they show like he'd missed three and scored two. So I was a bit hopeful. That's a 60% well, uh, miss rate. You say hopeful. Did you want City to win or Liverpool to win or a draw? Oh, I wanted a, I wanted a mass brawl with points deducted <laughs> from both sides. And Liverpool banned from playing at home and City banned from playing away. That would have been the ideal result. Right, as your second choice, who would you have wanted to win? Nil-nil. It's got to be a draw. So you wanted him to miss just it, for that? If it's the last game of the season and City have to win or else Liverpool win the league, I want City to win. I would rather have City win the league every day of the week than Liverpool, always. And if you're younger than me, if you're a younger United fan, I can understand if you go, no, no, I'd, I'd rather City didn't win it. But for me, th- this early in the season, nil-nil, good result. We're still in the league. <laughs> but um, when he stepped up to, to take it, I was a bit hopeful. And there was a bit of argy-bargy, wasn't there, which... Um, Jesus had it first... And Mares came up to yeah, take the ball and off took him. took it off him. And yeah. I'd have let, if, if you were saying to me, right, you, you'll win a grand if one of these players scores, who are you going to have to take it? I'd have, I'd have let Jesus take it. Not, he's not every the best week. penalty um, ratio either. He's, 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 he's missed two out of these last three, I believe. Uh, Mares had missed five out of eight, I think it was. But, so neither of them were. David no. Silver had missed his one city penalty. Um, though he'd scored two for Spain, but so his record was a bit. Up and down as well. Obviously, Aguero had gone off. De Bruyne might have took one. So you you, you may be looking at um, somebody unusual to take a penalty. Then who wasn't that Silver? Bernardo Silver wasn't he on? He was on. He looks calm and collected him. I'd have had him maybe or. 
A lot of City fans have said to me, Edison should have took it and just whacked it in. <laughs> I don't know about Kyle, Kyle Walker. You know, this. did he play? Yeah, he was playing, yeah. Well, Morris is not a bad shout. But he's not playing well, is he? He's not playing well. Well, we're going to play a game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Let him take the next one. <laughs> um, so, I can tell you that Mahrez, uh, his percent um, conversion is 58.3%. Uh, 12 penalties uh, taken in the Premier League, 7 in the back of the net. Here's a little stat for you before Go you on do then. this Oh, game. don't ruin any of my games, though. No, carry the music. It's lovely. Um, 80% of all penalties are converted. Really? Yeah, that's supposed to be the figure. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you that's a stat. That's I, I think... <laughs> Ink might be right. <laughs> I'll tell you one of them later. Right, I'm going to give you. We're going to go higher or lower. I'm going to give. Uh, what, hi, what? Um, I'm going to give you higher or lower. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> like that bit of comedy there. Uh, I'm going to give you another player, and you're going to tell me was their percentage conversion higher than fifty-eight point three percent or lower? You can work together on this because okay. we want a bit of family loving at the end okay. of it. Well, Dwight, well, family. Dwight York. York, Mr. Dwight York, was his penalty conversion higher or lower? I can tell you he took 10 penalties. Oh, I thought he took more than that. Um, I just thought he was pretty high because he te- took loads for Villa. So I, I, I'd i say higher. Yeah, I would have thought if he's going higher. He only has to score 6 out of 10. He was a great player. Higher you are. He's 80%. He's going to double 58. We've got to get higher than 58. <laughs> you confuse me. Higher, higher. Yeah, yes, you're higher right. 58. 10 penalties scored. 60%. So only... Yeah, hang on a minute. 60%. He took 10 and he scored 10. Oh, no, he no, took no, 10 no, and he scored 6. He oh, took oh, 10 and he scored 6. Right, right. Got you. Teddy Sheringham. Well, he'd, so, have, he'd have taken a lot, I'd have thought. So you've got uh, Dwight uh, York on 60%. Is he higher or lower? He'd have took him at United, possibly Millwall, Tottenham, definitely. West Ham? West Ham? I'd say higher, I'd say higher is it? This is in the Premier man. League, by the way. Yeah. 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 Higher, you're going higher. Yeah, yeah. don't count, but yeah. 33 penalties, 21 converted. It is 67.7%. Now then, Mr... Michael Owen, higher or lower How many? than Teddy Sheringham. Okay, oh, do you want the numbers? Then? I can yeah, give that makes a big difference. One second, he took 21 penalties. That's 21. this in the Premier League. So he's got to score 14 to get 67%. <sighs> Quick maths there. You know, there's got to be a trick question in here, aren't there? Well, it's got to be lower because we've had yeah. three higher. That's yeah. the way no, it goes. Is that the way it goes? Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Oh, no, sorry, I pressed the wrong one. You're correct. <laughs> uh, Michael Owen on 66.7%. This is more about sussing Joe out than do anything. You know, do you know how many he scored? 13. 14. 14. You were bang on. He was correct. From one United player to the next, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, higher or lower higher, higher, yeah, than we're Michael 70, I think. Owen. He's took 34 penalties. Higher. You are correct. No, I was, just, tw- I was just saying higher. Tw- <laughs> 23 he scored. And do you want your final one? Let's go. Lower. With... No, you can't do that. Ben Teke. Mm. How higher or lower? How many did he take? I'll tell you now. Ben Teke took... 15, he's taken. He famously took that Palace one, didn't he, where they were last minute of the game and he missed it. And I think he did a Mahrez and took the ball off him, but I'd say, I'd say lower. Lower, okay. For a group point and a group hug at the end of the show, you are... Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Here's one for you, right? Oh, I've... one of these stats that might be right. <laughs> I've took two penalties on a Premier League ground, oh, right, God. at a testimonial game at half-time. Two penalties. So, higher or lower than 58%. Uh, where were the which grounds? Main Road, yeah. All Lake Testimonial. Half time, I take two penalties. Who was in nets? Was it like a kid? Uh, no, it was. I think it was the. It was like one of the youth team goalkeepers. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. It was a proper goalkeeper. Proper goalie. Goal Do you know? I think confidence. You brought this up. I think you bagged <laughs> both of them. I think he missed one. Do you think? Yeah, fifty percent. Right, so, yeah. I missed them both. <laughs> 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 Ian Cheeseman, zero percent were uh, uh, sort of wins the whole thing there. Um, let's jump on to a couple of talking points. Um, one about Phil Neville's comments recently. I mean, last night about the standard refereeing in his games that he's witnessing uh, is England women back to. I mean, I say back to anyways. They've not lost a game in eight now. I think um, they men in his post-match press conference. He said he was because you can't criticise him directly, he was worried about the standard of refereeing. Mm. For all of our point of view, it's something that I keep hearing out and about, about the referees, this, is referees, he, is he that. talking about in the women's game? In the women's game. Right. So I just wanted to take that comment and bring it to the Premier League and say, what have you made so far this season of the refereeing? Are we all waiting for VAR to come in, or are we still at the point where we think... Maybe hold off for a couple of years. No, I, th I think VAR was a massive success in the World Cup. I think there were issues, teething troubles, let's say, but for the world's biggest tournament of any sporting event to basically trial it there, I think it was um, quite brave actually to do that. And I don't, I think so many of those decisions were right. The the one that seemed to be the thing that I enjoyed most was the holding in the box. They made an error with the first England game. By the next game in the tournament, they corrected that, and that is going on constantly at every match you go to, and it's a really annoying to see. There is a perception, of course, among City fans who I represent. So here I'm being the council for the, the city. Being that the city, come on, the, the refs are against City, oh, and they're always for on. the big established clubs. And uh, the statistics. So you're say not a big established club. If, we are agreeing on something. VAR was already in. City would be comfortably at the top of the league at the moment uh, because more decisions have gone for Liverpool than have gone, uh, you know, for City. And if VAR was in, that would have all been cleared up. Uh, I am all for VAR as long as it's for clear-cut decisions and the decision is made quickly. And as soon as we get into this area where you're studying a decision that different people interpret in different ways, that's when it goes wrong. So mm. to me, it's only got to come in for clear-cut decisions. You know, like, like I mean, obviously the ball going over the line already happens, but that type of thing where it's, you know, where, where it's... Was the contact, was there not? Yes, he hacked him down and the referee couldn't see for him where he was. No problem. But the ones were not sure if he actually got a touch there and did who was leaning into who there. You can't use VAR for that, but generally I'm in favour of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think the ball over the line's been great, hasn't yeah, brilliant. it? Brilliant. You know, brilliant. The, yeah, the vibrating watch. Perfect. One thing with the VAR that I always wonder why they have to run to the halfway line. Because all you have to do is put a monitor behind each goal. You could have monitors every 20 yards. It, there's just no need. You could have one in your pocket. Exactly. Days, yeah, of course come on. you could. Of course <laughs> you could. Yeah. Gents, that 
is it is already it, well, honestly it's a good one <laughs> that's Alex's review it was good nobody ringing that phone number by the way we still got that phone yeah right we need to <laughs> uh, I'm going to plug that more on uh, on Twitter I'm going to make sure I'm really going to plug it on I mean, Twitter nobody's rung it <laughs> no no one's rung it yet because I've not really tweeted I tweeted out the wrong number um, sorry you to the, tweet your own number. Sorry out, to the you? pizza delivery company who, uh, who's been getting tweets talking <laughs> well, about. Well, it's International Week, so we don't get any anyway. Next will we? Wednesday, we'll be doing it. And don't forget, everyone, this is the Wednesday Club. And as Alex Baldwin once said, been the best show <laughs> ever. Dinos. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.